What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus, and I'm Leslie Jones. And this is the podcast where the mission is to keep it a hundred at all times. Ah. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world in our lives, all while having a whole lot of fun doing it. In studio today in New York, we have amazing comedian and actor Matteo Lane. We'll answer your listener questions and, of course, the fuckery of the week. But first, Leslie, what the fuck is up? Yeah, man, people cannot fucking drive out here. First of all, first of all, let me explain something about etiquette of driving, you motherfuckers. Okay, first of all, when you're turning, there is a turning lane. You're supposed, even if there's not a turning lane, you're supposed to make it a turning lane so you don't uh, fucking hold up traffic because the motherfuckers that walk through the crosswalks out here, see, the thing that I respect about New York is New York knows, hey, one of these motherfuckers gonna hit me. You know what I'm saying? One of these motherfuckers yeah. gonna hit me if I bullshit. Out here, they like hit me, bitch. Like, yeah. and I swear to God, I swear to God, like I know they got the right away, but I'm gonna start hitting their ass right away. That's what I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna knock yeah. them. I swear I wanted to, but this bitch, this bitch, we in traffic. This bitch is on a bicycle. Not even a good bicycle. Not like even the speed ones that you see in the Olympics. The little trap ones that when you put the basket on the front and shit with the dog. <laughs> that fucking... The one that looks like, like a Volkswagen. Like, like it looks like a like, station wagon in the back. You know how it has the little yeah, little yeah, metal yeah. shit over the fucking... Yeah, yeah fucking like bitch. Like the Wicked Witch of the North. Yeah, yes. whatever. And this <laughs> fucking Lini. bitch... And this bitch literally was pedaling like that. This bitch is going to get herself <laughs> in the traffic. Yo, I literally... When I didn't even bump my horn, but I know this hoe had to hear me. Because when I said, bitch, if you don't get the fuck away from in front of me, <laughs> I'm going to run over your motherfucking ass. So she gets out of the, she gets out of the way and then gets on the side and almost make, makes the, the guy bombs at her. This bitch going to flip him off. Yo, I was trying to catch up to her so fucking bad. <laughs> so I could be like, you fucking bitch. You ain't in a fucking car. You on a bicycle, hoe. And you ain't even on a good bicycle. Like, you're not even on a good one. Like the the ridiculousness of the driving out here in LA will drive you mad. I understand. She got the little dog in the basket in the front. Like, she should have fucking bitch. <laughs> so and so then also the people that walk through the crosswalk out here act like they got a car. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. act like cars and bodies don't mix. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I have a metal thing surrounding me, sir. So whatever yeah. argument you think you about to have with me, I'm gonna hit you first. So whatever happens to me after, it's gonna happen. But you gonna be it by that time. Yeah. My metal is gonna be crushing your fucking vertebrae while you skip diddleuda through the motherfucking crosswalk <laughs> listening to your bitch ass fucking alternative music because I know he was listening to some alternative music because he had a fucking <laughs> beard and a goddamn hair bun. You know them fucking hair buns that they wrap and it looked like he got a Chinese stick in it? I wanted to whoop his motherfucking ass. Get your motherfucking ass out the fucking crosswalk. You fucking bitch. Hey dude, this is my yeah, crosswalk. This, this is, yeah, then we have to ride away. <laughs> Fuck off, fucker. You don't have shit. You don't have a car. You don't have shit. Chill Fuck out, you. lady in the big listen, fancy listen. car. Yeah, motherfucker, and all this fanciness, this BMW will literally wash the blood <laughs> off of itself because it's so uh, expensive. Fucking don't bitch. make me call the police, lady. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, because I feel like that's how he sounded, and I want to whoop his motherfucking ass. I want to go fucking find him. And then Leslie, I go well, to the guys. nail shop 
And they yep. kept me there for four hours. Now, my nails look real fucking good. They really do. Mm-hmm. And you should see my toes. My toes is fucking magnificent. And the bottom of my feet <laughs> feels like a baby's ass. But listen, <laughs> it's not supposed to take four hours to do that. <laughs> and I got a pretty color. But they, it took them too long. I got there at 11.30 and I ain't leave till yeah. 3.30. And I'm like, Jeez. listen, I know beauty costs, but it shouldn't be costing all this time. But I, I'll be talking to him, too. I'll be running my mouth and showing the pictures and shit. So. Mm-hmm. That's fun. That's anyway. fun. Leslie, do you know that this show, The Fuckery, right. has been nominated yeah. for something called an Ambi? Yeah. I mean, when I first heard it, I thought it was uh, uh, Ambi, like the, the Ambulance? Blacks. No. No. <laughs> well, fuck off. But like the Ambi, the, the black girl hair products. There used to be this, this black product called Ambi. <laughs> Judy, do you remember that? Remember back in the... Okay, Judith, goddammit. I know I ain't that Judith, old. Judith, get on the mic, it's called It's called Ameth. It's called Ambi. 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 And so I was like, so the hair products is giving out awards? So I was like, is it because I'm black? You know, I immediately went to... Immediately, I was like, so is we getting nominated for the black hair product thing because I'm black? That's some fucking bullshit. But, that, but then I found out that that's not what it was. Yeah, this is an industry... A big yeah, industry award. Right this is like the... Ambi. Yeah. Oh, okay. See? Uh, she's showing the picture. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that stuff? Cocoa yeah. butter. Co- th- yeah. Listen, don't don't talk about cocoa butter around black people like that, okay? You understand? What? I said I just said cocoa butter. I know, but you said it kind of disrespectfully. I, and, you know really? Yeah. Listen, you know, I, don't, I don't like the way you said cocoa butter. Don't be talking about no <laughs> Don't be talking about no motherfucking cocoa butter because cocoa, cocoa butter didn't butter. have to rise us. No. Okay. I see. All right. All right well... Not the black one. We were nominated for a real award, <laughs> and it's pretty good. That's that's a pretty is big it, thing. That, like it's it one is? of, yeah. And not only that, it's a big industry award. If we could win this, that would be amazing. And and did get you? Did you know this? Out of like the six nominees of all the podcasts, the comedy podcast, Judith is the producer of two. Which one? Which wait a minute? What's she's the other? The other one, Scam Goddess. So all she's. Right, so she's I'll the, make sure that they don't fucking listen to that shit ever. Like, wait. Again. So the, the awards. You, uh, I, yeah. I, how yeah, you're with us now, you? Judith. How fucking dare you, Judith? How, if that. So she's if a star as a if producer. Scam got, if Scam Goddess wins, I'm gonna show up to they taping and I'm gonna stomp the shit out that bitch and I'm gonna take the fucking <laughs> award and I'm gonna be like, this is my motherfucker. She gave you my shit. No, fuck yeah. this. Like. Yeah, but no, wait, these, ahead, this no, award show, the award show is um, I'm not in Las Vegas. I, you're not going to ask me to go, right? I'm not going no, to No, I think we should like send that. Judith. Oh, yeah, we're we definitely send- sending Judith because I'm not going to Vegas for a podcast uh, award show. Kind of fucking my career. Oh, yeah, over. you went there. You went to Vegas for COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, last time. yeah, yeah. It was yeah, an event. Yeah. Okay, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I Usher. went to go see yeah. Usher. Usher ain't going to be in no podcast uh, award show. <laughs> But but which one which which one would you have more respect for if I got COVID from Usher or COVID from a podcast award show? Did we win the award? Is the question right no, there? No, no, we didn't. Okay, well then, Usher, and it was in a Hyatt. <laughs> yeah, it's on if the street. If I showed up there, everybody'd be like, "Wow, Leslie's career is over." Leslie, you also murdered it so bad on The Daily Show that there's this Collider article came out written by Sean Van Horn. Little shout out to Sean Van Horn. Like, Sean, we're going to send you a swag bag, cuz, because that was one of the best <laughs> motherfucking articles I've ever had written on me. I, I was so appreciative because it was so validating. That's what I told Melissa. I was like, 
the whole time I was reading it, I was I felt so validated. Like everything he said about the SNL shit, about the the way that I do my style, everything he said was right on point. And it was just like, that's what needs to get told to people that, yes, this is the type of voice that you guys need to hear right now. Yep. And also the style that they can, you're on cable, you can say whatever you want. You can, you know, it's, it just works for you, that style. I like, I like how he just said that, like, she's, like, he basically said she's a samurai. Like, why yeah. would y'all not expect the best from her? She's the motherfucking, like, she's worked to get as good as she is. And that's what that article, I just loved it. Yep. It was fantastic. It really and was. And so... So thank you, Collider, for that for them. And Leslie, I got another, I got a big surprise for you. Oh, God. Because of The Daily Show, I got in the Writers Guild. Woo! Oh, nice. That's good, right? Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, finally. I've applied. They're waiting. They're, they're, they're going to get me. So that. then you're not in yet. Like, well, God, I've applied. When they, you have a motherfucking they invited like, number, me. They when invited you get a number, me. when you when they oh. give you a, like a, a, a membership number and all that, oh. that's when we celebrate. But because oh. like, okay. wow. All right, but, I should but, be getting in the right. <laughs> but is that what you wanted? <laughs> well, I mean, we should have that, right? And get a better rate. You know, they, we don't have to constantly. When you once you write enough stuff, they come to you. They're like, enough already. You can't keep doing this for free. Yeah, yeah, true, true that. But that just means that, too yeah. that you're on the map. That or, does that mean that you're going to be part of the strike if they have a strike or something like that? Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's so. hilarious. I don't know how that works. No, yeah, no. they get me right at the right time. No, you better not fucking strike. <laughs> I swear to God, I will come down there every day and I will fucking. Could you like, what jokes are we working on? The lousy, I'm on a ride strike. No, right no, now, motherfucker, bro, you not get your motherfucking ass. I will be like, Drado, Drado, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we can't stop now. You were at Yamava Casino. Thank you to Yamava because Leslie had the best oh. time. I heard the tape. Oh my God, that was an amazing. They gave show. me, they gave me, I meant to take a picture of it. They gave me like a, a glass, like, like a glass like statue type thing it was like with my name on it and shit it was oh for going really, out there that's yeah, nice it's really beautiful it's really what it, a it's crowd a nice Whew. nice place it's set up real nice too lenny that yeah mother, that it mother, sounded like it sounded acoustically really and it was popping. it was packed they said they had to turn people away i was like wow. yes bitches turn people away I want. I well, wish I was we, out there when they were sending them away. Like, why you ain't get your motherfucking tickets early? <laughs> now you fucking gonna miss me, bitch. And I be slamming all the doors and shit. Just like, bam, <laughs> bam. No, you can't get in, motherfucker. No more room. And that's what's gonna happen at the National in Richmond and Atlantic City if you don't get your tickets right now because we're coming in a couple of weeks. So get those tickets. I think people don't believe you're gonna come. You know what I'm saying? And and then they wait till last minute try show. to get that walk up shit. And I'm telling you right now, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. You are. Leslie is on fire right now. So please come out. It's going to be a great show. The first stop coming up with the two of us in it is the National in Richmond. Virginia, and then we're going to be in Atlantic City at the Soundwave Casino. So be there, get your tickets now. Leslie, um, before we wrap this up, um, happy Black History Month. Oh, God. I, oh, this is when <laughs> I wish I had like a superpower for real because I would Uh-oh. shock the shit out of you. I would, <laughs> I would point my finger and just make you choke. Like, you know how the, the motherfuckers just be like, and like shut up like Star Trek like, yeah, no like Darth Vader <laughs> shut the f- just like shut the f- shut the fuck up shut the god god damn it don't black say no happy history. black history month you know I used to get mad at people who would get mad about black history month because I was like why you get mad this is black history month but I'm I'm like at the point of the obvious 
consciousness of the fucking racist shit, everything that's going on. It's just more racist shit. You know, now I got to sit through a whole month of McDonald's and, and Target doing <laughs> all the black commercials. We got the curl activator on I eight. Like, you know, fuck <laughs> off, you fucking assholes. Like, fuck <laughs> you. Give a uh, shit about us. Sale. Yeah, it's on sale. Like, give us, <laughs> we got Kente cloth. Ooh, we got Kente cloth pillows. Like, go fuck yourself. Ooh, we got Koofies. We got, we got Koofies. Ooh, we got, we, we got Jambalaya. We got, fuck off. Fuck we off. We got black jelly beans on exactly. sale. You know, the, <laughs> all, the, black all the bullshit. Ooh, come and get your black eyed peas. Ooh, we got all of the neck bones. Like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Like, it's so, so it's like, I used to, like, honest, understand it and, and like it because I was like, oh, it's something sliced out for us. But it's like now so obvious to fuck shit. Like, it's like when I say nigga night at, at the comedy clubs when you have, you know, chocolate this and Monday. Right. Moon, yeah, no, oh, fuck off all that bullshit, man. Like, you know what? Celebrate me all year and i understand if it really was a thing of like celebrating us does that make yeah. sense and then yeah. of the rest of the year we getting treated fairly but it's like yep. fuck off like you know even oh it's just i'm sorry i just i ugh. i don't know it's just like i'm sorry you know what the fuck i'm saying you know what yeah, the fuck i'm saying fuck this shit Man, I can't wait to get to March because you complaining about Black History Month, I can't do it. What? Why? You think I'm going to just like, make you laugh? <laughs> well, it's going to be 28 days of complaining about I'll be like, motherfucker, even... what the fuck? <laughs> do you know what I saw on? the other day? You know what I saw yeah. the other day? <laughs> A Black History sign on the fucking Dunkin' Donuts. What the fuck is they doing? Oh, man. All right, here we go. I got a couple of reviews on that Chartable thing. Some of them are uh, interesting, but... You know, this uh, this this thing called Chartable. It's like uh, in industry. Um, I don't even know what it, it's an industry website that that gives reviews on all shows. Okay. You know, people can write in. It's sort of like a Yelp for the industry. You know, okay. for for podcasting. So I got a couple of reviews, and some of them made me laugh. Hilarious. Love the dynamics between. Oh, this is um, Angie one two three. Hilarious. Love the dynamics between Leslie and Lenny. I've been going through some high anxiety, and this has been God sent. Thank you for la making me laugh a lot. And so I know you don't like the good ones, but I'll wait. With your motherfucking. Anyway. Wait. So. Let's see. There's one I wanted to read to you. Well, here's one. Here, you want the, you never, you like this. However, Leslie could really, absolutely hilarious. However, Leslie could really work on not interrupting so much and letting Lenny and most definitely the guests get their thoughts out and answer questions. Judy Gold's episode is a perfect example of this. I totally love Leslie, so please take this constructively. Looking forward to the continued success. Where the fuck is, is your show, you piece of fuck shit? Where's your <laughs> fucking show? Where the fuck can I go listen to your ass do it right, you punk ass motherfucker? Did you ever think that some shit is cut like you... that, you fucking dick fuck? No, no, fucking let me finish. No, don't cut me the fuck off. Like, and, and then it kills me when motherfuckers be like, oh, it's just constructive. What the fuck is constructive cutting? You know what I would take that from? A motherfucker who actually speaks, bitch. Where's your album? Where's your podcast, 
punk motherfucker. <laughs> if you say, oh, this is Richard Pryor, and I'm telling you, hey, oh, no, this is like Don Lemon, you know, and I do interviewing. <laughs> and, hey, this is Oprah Winfrey, and um, <laughs> let me give you a couple of, but it's a bitch-ass motherfucker who probably got a little dog, like a little punk-ass <laughs> motherfucker, probably a fucking fuck-off. Riding on a bicycle, going down the yeah, freaking fuck you. Santa Monica. Yeah, I, and I don't okay. be cutting people off. I'll be excited. And yes, I've noticed that I cut people <laughs> off sometimes. You punk ass bitch. That's why the shit hurt. Uh, how it's about not this? constructive. It's not constructive criticism if it hurts, and it's true. <laughs> Julia M. Kim. <laughs> Julia M. Kim. What? How would you like this one? I never laughed so hard. Eddie Kenny's tongue sticks out too much when he says certain words. I'm like, Wait, but he says yo. He says your tongue. My tongue sticks out. Yeah, and it's and Kenny. <laughs> Kenny, thank you. Uh, I just killed. Yeah. Oh my thank god. You. Wait, thank you. Thank you for the your feedback. Tongue, your tongue comes out your mouth. Oh my god. Yeah, but, but I look like this a lot. That is unattractive. Tell them just I'm the saying, I don't look like that. What's that? Wait a minute. Please tell me some more. Oh my god. Uh, These people no, are the other so, ones are good. They're also good. They're so <laughs> the fucking hilarious because they just like really just be wanting to help and then they just be so fucking condescending. Yeah. Fuck off. 99% of them are hilarious. You know, very, 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 very sweet. So thank you, all your people. Now from now, I'm cutting everybody off, bitch. Meet me over on the fucking... Uh, all right, well, don't cut off our guests. We'll be right back with Mateo Lane right after this. Welcome back to the show. Now it's time for Who the Fuck Is This? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> well, we welcome and interview special guests on the show. In the studio today here in New York, we have an amazing comedian, talented artist um, that I know very well. He was named one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch and has performed to sold out shows, crowds all over the world. He has shared the stage with the likes of Chelsea Handler, Aziz Ansari, Hassan Minaj, Bob the Drag Queen. Many, many, many more. You can catch them headlining right now, the Al Dente Comedy Tour. Go to thealdentetour.com for tickets. I know he's going to be at the Beacon Theater right across the street from my house. Please welcome Mateo Lane. Mateo! (laughs) So you know Mateo Lane, Leslie. Yes, because, like, you know, I never know them exactly by their name more than by their face. You know how I fuck people's name up, so I'm pretty sure I was calling him something else and didn't know his name was Mateo. I probably was calling him, like, Timothy or some shit. Like, you know, whatever it is, I thought, whatever. No, he looks like a Thomas. No. I look like a Thomas. Thomas, he looks like a Thomas. Mm-hmm. It's in the T's. It's in the T's Do people somewhere. screw up your name? Don't you have a bit about somebody screwing up your name at a Starbucks or something? Oh, my God, yeah, years ago I had a bit, and it's true. When This is when I was drawing for a living. I went to Starbucks, like, the one by on Varick and, like, uh, I don't know. Varick. Uh, in the West Village, and I walk in, I said, they're like, what's your name? I said, Mateo. And she turned around, she made my drink, it came back, it said, potato. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then potato why would you lane. think somebody would go, yeah, my name is Potato. Potato. That's what you, so I said, like, I'm like, how many, I'm like, when you hear potato, you stop writing on and, the cup. And you stop and go, wait a minute, did you say potato? And, 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 and like, like, she just didn't give a fuck. She was like, I don't give a fuck. As long as you It's answer. not potato, it's Potato. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Matteo. I at open mics back in the day I got Matteo Lane. Matteo. Matteo. No, I'm like, oh, that's me. Matteo. No. Uh, that's the- <laughs> 
<laughs> like I'm this Irish leprechaun, like, Matty O'Lane, hear me jokes. <laughs> Leslie, Matteo Lane oh is one of the most talented comics you will ever meet. He He's an opera... Are you trained in opera? Or you, yeah, trained in opera, went to the Illinois, you know, Chicago School of Art, right? The uh, School of Art Institute of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And you've done all this stuff. You've done oil painting and drawing. You can sing, you know, five languages. Why? Wow. And I've said this before. Why are you doing stand-up comedy? Shouldn't I you mean, be doing something inter... Well, yeah, I mean, there you go. Thanks, Leslie. I mean, international. All, those, all those talents, where else can you use it all but in a set? I that's could not have said it better because my dream was like to be Mariah Carey, but I guess a gay comic is pretty close, and um, <laughs> you know, but uh, hilarious. Yeah, I, ha- I I have found. Wait, you're like, gay? I had no idea. I sh- shocker. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I just I, the thing is like growing up, and not. I mean, this I definitely am not trying to get serious. I'm just being honest. I yeah. never saw a gay man do stand up until I was 23 years old. Wow, because no, they were on TV, that, no. right? So, and there were a lot of gay women doing stand up, but. I never saw, like, uh, there was never a household name of a gay man doing stand-up. So I just assumed, like, okay, this is just not something for me or for gay people. And then I saw Joan Rivers, and I was like, oh, I want to do stand-up comedy. And then ah. I started doing open mics and meeting other comics. And Bill Cruz was the first gay comic I ever met in Chicago. Oh, wow. You know, and Justin was- Martindale is the first one that I ever and and <laughs> he would love to know that that would be a credit for him. <laughs> I love Justin, by the way. He is here. It's fantastic. Just, it seems like minute, every no, other person no. now. Anton, Anton, Anton. But like, what about Paul Lynn? Okay, no. Okay, now I'm showing my age. Well, Paul Lynn. <laughs> I remember Paul Lynn, but I mean, he's he was he wasn't out. Yeah. So you just thought he was silly. Right? Oh no! I thought he I'm was, just a silly boy. No, God. I thought he was gay. Him and Char- uh, Charles, uh, Nelson Charles Nelson Riley. Riley. Oh, Charles I had no idea. Nelson I just Riley. thought they were funny. No, Char- Charles. Oh my God! Him and the wait, chick you with knew the that Paulin was gay what? and Charles Are Nelson Riley was gay. Are you kidding me? Wait, when you were a kid, you yes. understood that they were gay. Yes. Okay, not worth. Yes. Okay, I lived a sheltered life then. Because <laughs> yes, you. Every time I you tell me a, a story about your childhood, I'll be like, you sheltered piece of shit. Uh, I had no idea. I mean, we didn't you like go talk about it. Like, shit. My... <laughs> I mean, little Ray Ray, like little. Well, you don't you don't say that they gay. You just say they got sugar in their tank. Like your daddy would do like this. My dad used to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah my daddy like would this. do that. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, they're like, sweet. Like, they're funny. They they're, got sugar in always... their tank. They got rocks in their yeah. socks. <laughs> rocks in their socks. Yeah, they got rocks in their socks. Oh my god, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah, but yeah, they were always hilarious. So. um let me ask you this, but you also, so you grew up in a household when I, I went the deep dive today, of course, again. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it was fun. I love, I love your stuff. And wait, your brother is also gay. And my cousin, because I grew up on the same block as my first, like, 25 cousins. And my mom is Italian-Mexican, so we're just, it's never ending with the kids. So, but everyone's, there's a lot of gays. My cousin's gay, my brother's gay. Wow. My aunt Cindy's like, yeah, you're pretty much gay until proven straight in this family. Well, like, well, yeah. what, what is that about? But, what, what do you think that's, it's just the gene or is it just? I think it's just the, I, it, we, yeah, I think it's just genetics. Okay. I don't know. But, but I mean, was your I house, mean, I go your back, father was probably like, what? No, go back in history. Like, was, like go back to the older people. Were they? Gay, were there some gay people? Like, So we do think that my grandpa, my grandpa's Mexican, and we think that his brother was gay, but it was the 50s. Right. And so he owned like a women's hair salon <laughs> and, uh-huh. and did theater and was like kind of made fun of in high school and beat up and stuff. So it's like all hmm. kind of like 
tropes that it would be like if you're gay you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's like so weird my instant he's like it's from that side it's from you know I'm like yeah it is probably Larry. Um, was it weird growing up in like Chicago it's not you know n- you know it's a tough well, we town grew, I, I grew up in the suburbs I grew up in Arlington Heights okay so it was like but I mean still it's Cook County it's 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 just it, things changed really quickly you well, know? what about your dad? He's an Italian guy. Yes? No, my dad's oh. my dad's just white. He's oh, just an okay. Irish guy. He was a cop in Vietnam vet. A cop Vietnam so vet. Worst... He's got two gay sons. <laughs> yeah, and married a Mexican. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So was he like... What was that? What, is, what was he like? Yeah, what was that like? He was like... cool about it, to be honest with you. I think when you go to Vietnam and watch all your friends die, yeah. like your son being gay is like the, the least, least of your least worries. The least of your fucking worries. That is exactly. so true. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there was no, st- but you grew up in the hot heyday of the Bulls. So it's like, I yeah, remember hearing yeah, the story. I, I was so spoiled in Chicago. I'm like, oh, we just won another championship like every year. <laughs> oh, another one. Like, I just thought it was normal. But you said in one of the, one of the specials I saw, like your brother was, you knew he was gay because of the way the Bulls. My went. uncle Mike was filming us. So we were at my cousin's. I was always at my cousin's house and my uncle Mike was filming us with that like camcorder, you know, like the yep. big one, like work for Lucasfilm and everyone's <laughs> screaming. They're like, Michael Jordan rules, Michael Jordan rules. And my nine year old brother looks at the camera and goes, if anyone rules, it's Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious. We have it on tape. I fucking love that. Oh my is, God. is he in show business? What does he do? No, he works in like Apple, like phones, tech stuff. Oh, wow. Oh my God. Was, that's so and where did all the funny. language love come from? Because you know, the family is so varied. varied. Well, I'd start, I would go back and visit family and friends in Sicily when I was like 15. Yeah. And so you, no one speaks English in Sicily. Right. It's like the middle, <laughs> the middle of nowhere. Uh, so you learn quickly. Spanish I learned from my friend Felicia, who's Mexican also, and she... I just said to her, because Spanish and Italian are so close. I was like, just start speaking Spanish to me and we'll and we'll watch Spanish TV. And for two years, yeah, just and every you day. Pick it up. Yeah. No I mean shit. Spanish and Italian are very similar, like they're almost the same language. So I love it, the way you say in Italian. They don't say it's not pronounced gay. Oh yeah. Le- <laughs> Leslie, the word for gay in Italian is just gay with an Italian accent, so it's just guy. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys talk, they'll be like, Allora, ma visto questo ragazzo, ma mi sembra guy. <laughs> guy, and they gotta say guy. it like that. Guy, that's like in New Zealand when you say no. 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 Yeah. Oh, man. What Do you have a favorite language? Probably Italian. Yeah. It's yeah, so Italian. fun. You had an Italian, it's so expressive. You had an Italian boyfriend, too. So you go back and forth, and I saw this thing that you have Italian friends. Like, you spent a lot of time there, and you have I, a whole Yeah, I have a whole, there. like, life there. My, my ex-boyfriend's from Spain. Well, he's from Venezuela, but then he escapes, and now he's in Spain. And uh, <laughs> but him and I are actually still friends. We, we, we actually found a, a, a friendship. But, um... Yeah, so I would speak Spanish with him. I have an Italian accent when I speak Spanish, so every time I talk to other Latinos, they're like, "You sound like Mario." But hilarious! Um, <laughs> it's like, you think a Wahoo! But yeah, I go to Italy a lot. I, there's a really great comic named Francesco Di Carlo who does comedy in, in Italy, and there and there's not stand up comedy the way we have it here in the states, and so they're really pushing to do stand up comedy, and it's it's like a it's kind of it's cool to watch. Up. Oh yeah, can you? do stand up in Italian? I do it half English, half Italian. Uh, yeah, I was wondering how does that work? 
It's it. I last time I did a show in Rome was in October. We did the we did a about about a four hundred seat theater, and I I have a large following in Italy, and so I I asked. I was like, "Who here is from Italy?" And about eighty percent of the room clapped. So sometimes I would say something. We presented as an English show, but I would say something, and I was like, "Okay." So I went to the store the other day to buy some stuff, and then I could see them not understanding. So be like, "Okay, l'altro giorno che sono andato a negozio comprare qualcosa." Like you would just like kind of like half translate for yourself. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, wow, see, that's so would be impressive. I would be like, the store, the store, the store, motherfucker, the store, where you buy shit, where you buy shit, what is it, El Stora, El Stora Rita. Yeah, yeah that would be our so, last so European this is the tour. Question. This is the question, though, Mateo, since you go back and forth to Italy, is my man there? <laughs> Is your man there? Yeah. I, where's my man? I don't have a man. You and I should <laughs> oh, go man shopping had, together. I thought you had a man. No, I'm desperately single. What's, I don't want to go man shopping But with I would you say, Leslie, all the men do you, go out with you. But do you want to date an Italian? They're pretty, it's, it's a lot to handle an Italian from Italy. It depends on the dick, man. <laughs> oh, well, that's guaranteed. It's all great. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, hey, I can put up with a lot when the dick is good. Yeah, well, you have to put up with a lot in their mother. She does well oh, with Israelis. Oh, I'm not fucking with nobody, mama. Like, go then sit down. I'm a grown no. We're the same. We're the same age, bitch. Go sit down. <laughs> go make me some spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah I'm do fucking Romeo. I'm fucking Romeo. Yes, I'm fucking him. Italunda. God damn it. Arrivederci. Hey, bravo. Arrivederci. What did you? What did you do in Europe for Paris Fashion Week? You did this oh, show? This was the craziest story. I was literally in the middle of a hookup. I was with this Brazilian guy. I'm like, nice. my shirt is coming off. Yeah. Wow. And my phone is buzzing. Brazilian. And I'm like, and you know when you get like, like, like your phone's buzzing a lot and you know, you can know, you know it's a text. I'm like, oh my God, did someone die? Like what? I said, I'm like, so sorry. Un momento. And I just looked at my phone <laughs> and it was Mark Gagan from Schultz's show. It was like, this is last minute, but can we fly you to Paris tomorrow? We'll fly you privates for the Louis Vuitton show presented by Kid Super. Tyra Banks is hosting. Nice. Uh, Andrew Santino is going. And I'm like, what? And then my agent called and it was real. So a car picked me up and took me to a private. I've never been on a private jet and they could totally tell it was poor on the plane by how I was behaving and um, <laughs> I was excited by everything and then they flew us to Paris in a private jet and then we walked one of the biggest fashion shows in men's fashion week in Paris and hung out with Tyra I was like this is crazy wow wow did you finish that hookup though before you got on the plane like oh yeah of course yeah, exactly like don't leave no Brazilian you know what I did don't Gotta leave a Brazilian laying around you know what I'm saying that's just wasting dick right there the fuck is you doing start the story off right son first I finished I, I doing just... the Brazilian and then I went to Paris and I met Tyra I bitch <laughs> because I texted Mark and I said I make, I'm I'm in you call back. I didn't call you back, and then I went and <laughs> I had sex, and then I was like, okay, I can come. Oh, that nice. That seems like a good 24 hours right there. That's nice. interesting. That is the best 24 hours. Fuck yeah. You, you, you do love a lot of stories. Do you, you do modeling though, also, right? No, I mean, you got a nice like, body you know, or something. I can't see nothing uh, but your head. So. Please. Oh yeah, he's he's shredded. How tall is I he? I am shredded. Five nine. Oh, it doesn't matter if you five nine. What? It's just you, like a little. You'd make stomp. an exception for this. Like a little stomp, you know. It's just like a little. <laughs> what's like a your? Little, what's the? What's a height that would? That would uh, suffice least, for you. Well, you know what? I used to like. 
if they, I like dated a dude that was five nine, but he he, I think he had like some lifts in his shoes because it made him a little bit like five ten. But um, when I was younger, I didn't have a height requirement. Like I, I have dated short dudes before, fuck short dudes, whatever. But now I'm older and I don't want to have to do this. I want to do this. I don't want to have to do this or this. I want to do this. What it, What are you doing? My hands around the neck. Oh, I didn't ask See, oh, for is... dancing or strangling. I don't know what you're doing there. You know what, Lenny? <laughs> I want to fucking divorce. <laughs> Mateo, do you see what I have to uh, fucking deal with? Do you see what I? Uh, do you see why I'm single? Because he is the worst. You guys seem like such a happy couple. <laughs> He's the worst example of a fucking. No, I like I like him Friend. tall now, but I like him tall and lanky. Only reason I would take you short is if you had a nice dick. Again, the dick is very. I have important. a nice dick, but I don't is know it, how. Is it circumcised? Would... It is circumcised. Okay, but in inches though. How many inches is it circumcised? Leslie, why are we asking him these things? Oh, I see how many inches is my oh, dick. Oh, because gay yeah, men love those type I... of questions. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sorry. I actually have never, the one thing, because like I'm on Grinder, but I've never sent a picture of my dick because I was like, you. you know what? That's the last thing what I need swirling around on the Fuck internet. Fuck you, Lenny. Fuck you. Okay? What? No, why he's got class. Up, That's not Who having class. Who the fuck does that? A lot of guys have it's dick sick. pics because it's not sick. It's dumb. How is it sick? It's dumb. It's beautiful as art. It's art. <laughs> it's art. If you can't appreciate draw art, it. just draw it. He's an draw expert it. at drawing. I mean, if he drew his dick and it was nice, I'm going to like that picture. Puts a sweet mustache on it like him. <laughs> I like, I like, got like a mustache. Pics. I like dick pics. Now, see, the reason you don't like dick pics because you probably don't give a good dick pic. No one wants oh, to me? see your I'm not area. taking that. No. I what? Bet you, I'm, no. I bet you it just looks like Charlie Brown's worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Charlie Brown gets dick pics. What are you talking about? I just, just imagine just all of the animation of Charlie Brown around your dick. Just all the... Like your hairs and all that is just fucking... It's like pig pen. Thank you. You know? Like, fuck this guy. About, don't hate on dick pics. I like dick pics. So. All right. Well, send your dick pics I to Leslie Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuckery podcast. No, seriously, I appreciate a good dick pic because you don't see nice dicks anymore. They just be all fucking. <laughs> they just be sad and lonely. Uh, I remember back, you sound old now. I remember back in the 70s. I remember you used to get some great dick pics. Back in the days when they used to really respect circumcisions. <laughs> Back in my day, dick pics were <laughs> Oh, God. That's nah, hilarious. they don't respect do, circumcisions. Do the gays send out a lot of dick pics to each other? Oh, my. Are you joking? Are you, no, thank thank you. That's the see, you see the, Did you see what I got to deal with, Mateo? Can I ask a question? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a yes. Yes, what? Because the answer is yes. Uh, yeah. No, what's the question? Um, <laughs> Please tell me what the question is. The gay is like sending dick pics back and forth to each other. Apparently, the answer is yes as well. Of yeah, there's always this sort of like status thing on Straight on, people on, like uh, sending uh, dick pics to each other. Don't be fucking rude. Yeah, but not as y'all are weird with it. What do you y'all mean? Y'all are weird. What do you mean? Because with gays on Grindr, it's like you, there doesn't have, there's no, no one has to ask or say, can I send this to you or show? It's just sent. It's sent like the back of a baseball card. I'm this mm. height, this much weight. This is my position. And here's my dick. <laughs> wow. Well, That's I what do, it's like. That, that is hit 300 one of the, last year. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the third question that I ask a dude is like, you know, how old are you? How tall are you? Can I see your dick? 
<laughs> my friend Pat once proposes a woman. This is years ago. He poses a woman on a dating site. So he said, no matter what the conversation was, the third question was going to be, do you do anal? You're and, kidding. And so he would like all, all these guys like, you know, like, hi, how are you? Where are you from? But do you do anal? Really? <laughs> and they would all answer. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, you're on a fucking sex site. I mean, what what do you expect? I mean, like if like adult finer is not for real adults, you know? Right. <laughs> Well, you your specials come. You just had a special release. This story, it's like well, an advice I, special. So I was trying to sell my special of my material to the uh, Netflix and HBO, and they both came back with a resounding no. This Why? I cannot believe so, this. Why? Why? They said I wasn't relatable to their audience, so they have no gay people in their audience. Exactly. <laughs> Evidently what the fuck not. Is legendary, and they canceled <laughs> Legendary too. So fuck HBO right now. <laughs> so instead, I was like, well, I have a large following on YouTube. I'm going to do a, a crowd work special and call it the advice special where I ask people for advice just to sort of see. One, I wanted to do it, but I wanted to sort of test the waters, see how would it go and what's that look like if I do it on YouTube. And it was a big hit. So I was, was like, great. OK, this gives me the confidence to put my own material together and release it on YouTube because it's, you know. You get more views and monetize it, and I mean, it's we start sort of the way things are moving. These yeah. networks are missing yeah. the boat I'm on some stuck. of these comics, well, and what, they're. Well, we was talking about that, Lenny, about how like yeah. now it's starting to be where we should just film our own shit and sell it. Yeah, and sell it right on your website. You know what I mean? You go to Leslie Jones, and you you could probably make eight times the money. You know, and you're just Even downloading you just it right off of your website, it like two dollars a download. Imagine if a million people. That's how you know. I know you don't love Louis, but Louis. That's how Louis has made. Just basically fuck you to the system. So I also just think it's like, you know, at this point, it's sort of hard for these people at Netflix anyways to sort of there's too much talent coming up and it's so diversified. And they're sort of like, well, who are we as an identity and what do we do? I'm sure they're scrambling, too, because they've also oversaturated their specials. I mean, there's just too many. And it's I don't know. I, I don't know. It's yeah, you can find audience anywhere now that's the thing they're, these guys are they think they're they're getting a little too cocky and maybe but i mean well it's like the point is to sell tickets while yeah. I'm, I'm doing a big theater tour so it's like okay exactly. I, I figured exactly. it out so exactly. now i'm gonna enjoy making my special and not have that pressure weighing over me like will this be the money. thing you're gonna make money more yeah. money that way to be honest yeah what do you do and other than stand up in a special do you do any advice thing in a special or do you sing in the special is there a whole is it a big cabaret show what in, am i in my normal just hour yeah oh just straight just material straight. yeah Will you bring bring anybody from new york with you um like who's opening oh oh for the beacon yeah or the beacon i actually have bob the drag queen hosting uh, nice. and then uh emma willman and ethan simmons patterson fantastic so it'll be a really great good show. show great show i love bob that's great the, the, yeah bob we we've been trying to have Bob on. We'll eventually get Bob yeah, on. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> he's he's, he's something never available. I literally just was texting with him the other day. Um, something he was asking me to do, and I was like, "Well, when you get back to L.A., I just want him to walk through the closet because I said I had some dresses for him." And uh, oh my god, I was like, "Just come walk through the closet." He was like, "Oh my god, yes!" So. Then I'm gonna be like, you Let gotta do more. Can I ask you Should a question? I call him now and we can have him on the show that way? Yeah. <laughs> Get him like, on. Oh my hey, God. um, 
Has it been an advantage being gay in this business or a disadvantage from being gay in this business? That's a great question. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, Jiminy Glick would ask a yeah. question and be like, what do you think about that question I just asked you? <laughs> but, um, uh, it, it both. I think when I first started doing stand, I've been doing it, like, 12 years now. When I first start, it's, it, at the time especially, it was a, it was less common to see a gay man do stand-up in sort of the normal yep. comedy circuit, not like and at now gay it's clubs. And, insane. Right. But at the time, so I think, yeah, it's, it, it helped me stick out. But then also people, um, I find that like people, when they want to book you for shows or movies, they have not, they don't have a lot of confidence in um, uh, thinking that audiences will watch queer or gay things, which is why it's so hard That's for weird. like these it's movies to get made. But this stuff gets made all the time. It's queer the Eye for the Straight Guy, the, uh, the, the L Word. It's, all, yeah. it's the but, same But you can thing. name like... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Leslie. No, sorry, Leslie. Go ahead. Yeah, to, to your point is like, yes, but it's like five shows you can name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Queer Eye has been revamped for the same. See what I'm saying? Yep. Elwer has been revamped. Yep. yep. RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I feel so, like you know, when he's, when he's saying that, it's the same thing when, when, when I'm starting out for women. It's just like mm-hmm. people don't have like, I would get it all the time. Hey, are you funny? Why would you book me if you didn't think I was funny? Did you think <laughs> it was gonna like or or are you guys ready for a female that you gotta get introduced like that? Like, are you ready for a unicorn, motherfucker? Like, you know, so yeah, <laughs> it's rare. I find that audiences is like, I don't give a fuck what you are as long as you funny. Like, I don't give a right. I, like I went and sat and watched Bianca Del Rio's show and she was fucking hilarious, like mm-hmm. destroying and was like, like Ooh, she you I mean if you ever seen Bianca perform like she is phew, raw She's dog amazing. like she goes for it I mean I took <laughs> I took Steve with me big Steve and Steve was just like he was laughing but there was parts where he was like god damn like oh damn yeah. like but but it was just <laughs> like I think people don't give a fuck about that they give a fuck about laughing so yeah. I, I don't know the I, audience is always it's 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 never the audiences that are the problem it's always the people the who industry. think they're in control yeah. but that being said I've had a great time and I've made some really great friends and I love doing comedy more than anything I love hanging out with comics more than anything <laughs> sitting with Keith Robinson at the table is my <laughs> favorite thing to do yeah. so um, yeah I don't really have a lot of complaints I, I mean I have things that pissed me off but it's like uh, I, f- I found my way out of it. And you're still so young, in mid-30s and, and killing oh. it. going to be 37 Oh, my God. 37 is such a good, like, okay. Never yeah, mind. it I'm is such a good age. Right say. there. It's like, that's, that's that pocket fucking right there. Yeah. Like, that's that yep. fucking, like, like, you just <laughs> learn how to fuck, and then bitches is fucking with you. So you got good three years of just straight pocket fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in his head. Three no, years? When you, I'll take yeah, it. I'll when you're 40, it. for men, yeah, it just starts. <laughs> so mean. All right, I got one more question. I got one more question. So you're so talented. You've done everything. You travel the world. You do all the languages. You're on tour. Is there a project in your head? that you see as the golden project? What, if I said, Mateo, any project that you want to do, what is the one that you'd be happiest doing? Um, can I answer two parts to Sure, this? I don't have time. I, I'm one of those people that I truly love stand-up. Yep. And I know a lot of our colleagues and people, it's like they do stand-up until they get the thing, then they stop, or yep. like they're doing it till they get the way they stop. But I, I don't have those feelings. I, I actually think stand-up is is equal to those things. So I, I really feel 
great about what's happening to me right now. But um, so I'm almost like, yeah, I love doing stand up in front of giant theaters. That feels good. Yeah. Um, but projects, uh, I, you know, what it would be I, I would love very much. I did this character in a, a movie this last year and I just got to play a complete asshole. His name was Brian and he hosted a TV show and I just had the most fun. And I was like, I want to do character acting stuff. I want to be the ugly, weird character. I don't want to play the gay best friend who does someone's hair and it's like, girl, you better dump that guy and I want to be like, hello, it's me, Brian. Like, I just want to be weird characters, speak weird languages, do weird impressions. I want to be like a weird character actor. That would be a total goal of mine that I didn't realize how fun it was until I did it. I I could totally see you having your own like cartoon space and all, being all the characters. Oh, Bob and I sold a cartoon together. You did? We did. That's amazing. What is it? When is it? It's when called it Kick-Ass Drag Queen. I don't know if I'm supposed to bring it up. But <laughs> you know what? It doesn't matter. But Bob and I wrote a cartoon show years ago because Bob and I have been friends now for like nine years. Wow. So we wrote this before he was even on Drag Race. Okay. And uh, we got it. Yeah, we sold it. But it's just, you know, cart- everything yeah, takes so forever. long. Forever. But forever. We know you this should very, do a, very like well. a Tracy Ullman. I see you like a Tracy yes. Ullman type show. Yes. Like a Carol Burnett one-man show. Oh, yeah. Characters. Yep. I love doing characters so much and i think because of how i look or like because i'm gay or doing stand-up like it's you know i don't know but also like uh even like you know uh, gerard carmichael has that sort of like introspective stand-up like you could set like a new bar with some we- some kind of cabaret mix mm-hmm. of telling great jokes and also singing and i will the- say to that, that to that point weird? no i would say the whole reason i do pure stand-up in my act yeah. right now is because I think the expectation because it's I'm the gay, other thing. he's going to sing he's going to do the one man show right. he's going to do it's going to be a cabaret and I'm trying very hard for at least my first special to be like I am a stand up comedian who does stand up comedy and I'm a see, homo that's, that's but that see but that's to me that's what it brings back to black white Chinese whatever the fuck you are if you're funny and being a stand-up, I don't give a shit about that other shit. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. that that to me is the core of stand-up is being funny. So you coming mm-hmm. up, you coming up doing straight stand-up. I love that. Yeah, and yes, there's there's a time that you could do a variety show or whatever. But if you are straight stand-up, you are straight stand-up. Yeah. Don't matter what I, the fuck yeah. is sexual, all whatever the fuck. And if you've ever seen Mateo, when he tells a story, you are immersed. There's a there's characters you could do voices. You could you know there's it's a very it's very very funny, but it's also got a very pulls you in flair for everything. You're in the story. You see the story happen. So I love that. You, yeah, it's really great. It's my um, aunt Cindy, I I credit who my aunt Cindy. Aunt Cindy, <laughs> I, she's Thank the best storyteller I know. And we grew up next to her, and she basically raised me. And she's just like feisty Mexican Italian lady. And she just like I walked last time I was home in Chicago, I was watching her tell a story, yeah. and I was like, she doesn't realize she's one. I realized how much of my rhythm I picked mm-hmm. up from her, but two, she doesn't realize that she's doing a bit. She's got a beginning, a middle, and end. She's got impressions. She's got a climax. She's got to build up. <laughs> and I was like, this bitch, she's so fucking funny. <laughs> we got to get Aunt Cindy. Should. I, She's think, great. I feel like all comedians have that one person. I used to be like that about my brother. I used to be like, you mm. was a funny motherfucker. If you decided to do comedy, I'm going to have to be 
and competition to you because <laughs> like you talking about somebody that could tell a story. That motherfucker is hilarious. Don't you don't you guys agree though that like we all know someone in our lives who is funnier than us that we think oh, is like yeah. the funny. But there's something about the Off. comedian, yep. right? That that connects with the stage. Yeah. And I don't know what whatever Absolutely. that thing is, I think connects all of us. Yes. But it's, it's being able to get up in front of everybody and tell a funny ass speech. Mm-hmm. I always say that too. I was like, I just like I when I was leaving Yamava, I was like, yo, you just did an hour funny ass speech. You know, you literally <laughs> had people captivated for a fucking hour doing a funny speech. And I think mm-hmm. that is the audacity of us. I think right. I think a lot of people who think that like oh yeah I'm funny but I, I can never go on stage does that make sense like we have to, you have to have yep. some audacity to walk on stage. By Ooh. the way, you did a great job on the Daily Show. Thank you, I appreciate. I meant to that. tell you, I should have opened with that. No, <laughs> no, thank you, you're fantastic. I it. Thank you so much. <laughs> She'll take it. Listen, Mateo Lane will be making funny ass speeches on the Al Dente tour, which is thealdentetour.com. Please go there for tickets, and he'll be working at the Beacon Theater. I cannot wait to hear about that show. If I don't get to stick my head in, but you come. What I would love to come. About? I would yeah. love to come see it. Um, but thank you for coming in. This has been I had a blast. Thanks for having this me. Yes! We, we are gonna we're gonna do our next segment's about advice if you would like to stick I'll around. I'll stick around. Awesome. Yes. We'll be right back with Mateo Lane and our advice segment right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Mateo Lane is still here. Now it's time for our segment called What the Fuck Y'all Want? What the fuck do y'all want? <laughs> and this is when Leslie and I get to answer your listener letters. You can send us an email letter or recorded voice message of yourself asking the question to fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. That's F-C-K-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. If you record yourself, I don't know, you might want to use a fake name, but you don't have to. All right, let's get to our first question. This is more of a testimony, if you can believe it. Chrissy writes, hi, Leslie and Lenny. Just wanted to drop your note to tell you much, how much I appreciated Leslie's fuckery of the week last week about never going back. Okay. Um, about going back. You can't relieve the past, I believe, is what it was about. Mm-hmm. I have had a friend since I was five years old, and in the last year, this friend has stopped texting calling. I know that she's a Trump supporter, and we have many different views on politics. I've been second-guessing myself. Did I do something wrong? Should I reach out to her, <laughs> even though she never returns my text? Man, and then Fuck I heard your bitch. fuckery and I thought, nope, just let it go. Yeah. There's a reason the relationship died. Anyway, I want to thank you for putting that out there. Leslie got, you know. Let me this, give you some whole fucking advice there, chick. You ain't supposed to have uh, no motherfucking. Chrissy. What the fuck did I say? Chrissy, yeah. chick, yeah. Chrissy. She knew who the <laughs> fuck I was talking to. You ain't supposed to have no fucking friends since she was five years old. What kind of fuck shit is that? I, I swear to God, if there's somebody that walked up to me that knew me when they was five, I'm going to kick them right in their motherfucker. Get the fuck away from me. You like an old-ass dress, bitch. Like the fuck is wrong with you that you ain't changed up the area code? You mean you ain't moved? You ain't changed the country or nothing? That you ain't Just got away the same from? same outfit. Yeah, exactly. Same haircut and shit. Fucking yeah. change. I bet you your kitchen got the same cabinets in there, too. Like, yeah, bitch, change your life. And a Trump supporter, you should have blocked that bitch as soon as she said she was a Trump supporter. D-fuck? 
Like, it's yeah. It's very hard. We know this. It's very hard to go backwards, especially every time Leslie goes back in her life to it's try and It's a fucking disaster. It's a because disaster. Because everybody in my past is a piece of shit. Because <laughs> I was a piece of shit for at least seven years. <laughs> so if you knew Leslie, this is like a, one of those like it was um, a period time commercials where I went through some fuck shit that I was a piece of fuck shit and if I had fuck shit to friends. Leslie. If you were that supposed is to such sage advice, though, because okay. it's like, oh, yeah, the people that are out of my life are out of my life, pieces of shit. And I was kind of a piece of shit when they were in my life. And, and you <laughs> exactly. know what? The trash takes out itself. Like they say, the trash takes out itself. Like, you don't know what the fuck. Like, you know how they say uh, uh, the world's rejection is God's protection? Like, real talk. Like, you don't know that bitch might have got you put in jail or something. Like, fuck her. Yeah. Be so, don't, Chrissy, I'm glad we could help you. And so, well, thank yeah, you for Chrissy, your... Yeah, but Chrissy, change your kitchen. Email. I know your kitchen is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awful, bitch. Yeah, that backsplash has got to go. All right. Um, well, our next one is Kelly from Ecuador. And she sent us a voicemail. Oh, and I'm going to play the whole thing so you get some context. No, this is real good. Go ahead. Oh, hit it. Oh, God. You always Hi, do. guys. Uh, my name is Kelly. And my question needs some context first. So, I am from Ecuador. And I moved to Canada over a year ago. Before getting here, I wasn't sure I could afford this challenge because while I was working at the time in my country, we have very low wages. And being accepted to the university I am studying at right now, uh, that was completely unexpected. So I didn't have enough time to save up more money. I asked my dad for help and he said he had no money. Meanwhile, he had three cars at the time in a small business. My mom and, their, and my grandma were the ones who actually helped me and took loans for me to get here. My mom mm. only has a full-time job where she doesn't earn a lot of money. And my grandma is retired, so she doesn't have a lot of money either. Um, the fact that they took loans for me to get here means a lot. And mm. on my own, I was able to get two scholarships that have covered my tuition so far. A month ago, my dad, Ted, texted me asking me to help him come here and expecting me to accommodate him in my apartment. I told him that there's no way I would do that, not because I don't have the money yet, which is true, but because I don't feel like I should help him or owe him anything Good. since he refused to do the same thing for me. And now that I'm independent, I pay for, for my own things and I live on my own, my priority will always be my mom and my grandma. Mm -hmm. um, my dad has not been a very good dad ever since I can remember. He would always make me feel guilty about uh, him paying for my education, clothes, uh. and food. He divorced my mom five years ago, but throughout the relationship, he was very disrespectful to her and me. And because in my culture, we've always been conditioned to uh, respect our parents no matter what they do. Um, I can't help but feel guilty about what I said to him and for not nope. helping him. Nope. He now doesn't really text me anymore. Good. Um, <laughs> and I think it's a relief because it started to affect my mental health. So guys, did I fuck up by saying this to my dad or did he fuck up by asking me for help now? I'm gonna let y'all go first. Um, and by the way, yeah. I love the podcast. I look forward to every new episode. And Leslie, I just have to thank you for encouraging me as a woman to speak up in multiple situations. Uh, you give me happiness 
and laughter every time I see an interview, a sketch, anything. Um, and you've helped me to just love myself every day. And I just love that. Because um, I, I think for a while I wasn't able to do that on my own. Um, and just watching you or listening to you has been very helpful. So I just wanted to—I wanted to play that whole thing. I mean, I heard it this morning. I was like, "We can't cut this. It's so great." Kelly from Ecuador—that was—I know—it's so hard, Reggie. Thank you, Kelly. I'm gonna let y'all answer first. All right, let me let me start. I'll go to Mateo, and then we'll go to Leslie to clean this up. I mean, Kelly, you're doing all the right things, and I will get out of the way of these two. But look, listen. Good luck with everything up there. You 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 could see that your instincts are correct. Let me go to Mateo to back that one up. Si la persona que es más importante en tu vida son tu madre y tu abuela. Ellos son importantes. And I'm really, you know, she really kind of answered her own question. I I may be just saying it out loud, but it was very profound to hear her say, you know, texting him is toxic and I'm glad he stopped. I feel relieved. I'm independent. And I told him no. That, that is, is sometimes how life goes. Yes. And just because they're your parents doesn't make them right. Nope. At some point, you're not the child. At some point, you're an adult. You're an individual. And that's hopefully what parents have kids for is mm-hmm. to be individuals, not to always suck on them. Yep. Right. Yep. So, you know, you made the right decision. It's hard because you want to feel like you're being a good daughter. Yes. Oh, good but person. being a good daughter sometimes has to take a seat back to being a proud individual. And I could not have see. said that better. And Go ahead, Leslie. See, and let him see his fucking self for what the fuck he doing. That's what that's what, people like that need a mirror in front of them. Like I like all it's like I hate that take the high road shit. I understand Michelle Obama said, and that's a badass bitch. When they go low, you go high. But I I go middle right through your fucking throat, your goddamn juggler. I'm going to try to kill you, you motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all that shit. Like, person to person, it don't matter about family, blood, or whatever. If somebody treating you fucked up, you don't reward them for fucked up behavior. The only mm-hmm. reason you would have helped him is because you felt like he was going to accept you. Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that motherfucker. Like, that's what I would say. Like, on real talk, like, I understand what she's feeling because you feel guilty. Like, I just had to block some people. I just had to block some people that you go, okay, yeah, am I wrong? Like, am I wrong? Am I supposed to? No, fuck that. You're supposed to move the fuck on if people are bring toxicity to your motherfucking life. So I would, I, I wish I could bring that fucking song up, but it's like block, delete, delete them from your contacts. Block, <laughs> delete, delete them from your contacts. <laughs> fuck them motherfuckers. Feed them fish on motherfucking Friday because I tell you what, if it's meant for them, him to be in your life, then he going to do the right thing to be in your life. If I was her, I would complete that shit and block the fuck out of him. There should be no way that he'd be able to talk to her and give her none mm-hmm. of his bullshit. And mm-hmm. I want to tell you something, Chrissy. Thank you for saying what you said about me because that's the thing that I want to put out there. I want motherfuckers to start being brave. You do not, you you wouldn't let somebody come up and slap you in your face and insult you. So you, it, I don't give a fuck who they are. You get them the fuck out. You get them the fuck out. You take care of yourself. Block that motherfucker. Block that motherfucker. Block um, his ass. I- what is that song? Block, delete, oh, delete them from I, your content. I'll send it to you because you remember I was telling you. No, you know what? Okay, you know what? You stay out of this grown ass conversation because obviously your motherfucking ass can't take nothing serious. You remember I, I told you? You remember I told you how to block that person and I was like feeling really guilty. Yeah. Well, I don't know what ahead, that was. It. I don't. I don't oh. think that was it. That wasn't it. 
Oh my God! I was oh. wait a minute. I might have because I sent it to you. I sent it to you, Lenny. Block, delete, and delete them from your contacts. Block, delete, <laughs> them from your contact. I'm gonna find it. It's it's like really dope. It's like some Is dope that- ass shit. It really, literally was by accident. I had just blocked this person, and I started feeling guilty. And I accidentally hit my phone, and Instagram opened up. And literally, that was the thing it opened up to. Somebody's real going, oh, if you have somebody, if somebody's pressuring you, block, delete, delete them from your contacts. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yes, yes. You don't take no pressure. See if we can find that, Judith. It'll play us out today. Um, our last Hilarious. question is from Idake from Japan. My name is Idake. I'm tw- um, 26 years old. I was born and raised in Japan, but my parents my parents are from Nigeria. I recently started listening to this podcast just to practice and learn real American English oh, from shit. you guys. Not for All me. Right. Not for me. Bad choice. I have to say that you guys are awesome. I learned so many bad words from you guys. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Have you, You're going to learn all the bad words. All I have have you ever visited Japan before? If yes, where? If yes. no, would you like to visit? And what would you like to do here, Leslie? Yes, where, I've been there a Japan, couple of times. A couple of times. I've been to Tokyo. Been to Okinawa. Uh, doing the troops and shit is is fucking awesome out there, actually. Yeah, Neil is like we had Neil and Bethel. Neil That's right. grew up in Japan. I hear a lot about Japan. I would love to go. To I Japan. would love to go to Japan. You've never been to Japan. No, that's a, a the shopping out there love. is incredible. The shopping, yep. the art, the fashion, the food, the yeah. architecture, like yeah. the the history. It's it's a that is a fascinating country, a tiny country that has really influenced yes, so, so much, much of the world. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Hopefully, I will get to that. That's definitely one place I do want to go, and that's a rarity for me to say. Um, well, that's cool. Um, Leslie, did you find it? That no. Whatever you're looking for. Okay. Um, it never comes up. Is there anything where else? Where else would you like to go, Leslie? If anywhere. Well, what did you think about her American English thing? That's pretty funny. What? <laughs> You're teaching her English. Oh, um, <laughs> you gonna fail all the tests? <laughs> Do not be fucking trying to. No, it's not gonna work out for you. It's not gonna work oh, out for you at all. Yes, but thank you, Adake. Good luck. Um, yeah, English is probably not. The two of us, you're not going to do a good job. I mean, not, especially with class. me. You know how I be fucking words up. Yep. Wow. But thank you yep. for writing in. Everybody, these letters are great today. Mateo, thank you for sitting in with us. And thanks again for coming on the show. It was amazing. Thanks for having me. What, what a blast. Oh, that was fun. We'll be right back with the fuckery of the week right after this. That's hilarious. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for the fuckery of the week. Fuckery. I said a fuckery of the week. I've been working on that one. I've been working on that one. That one right there. Nice. I like that. That one's going platinum. I'm going to go first, Leslie. What do you think? Mm Mm-hmm. 
All right. So, Les, it's come to my attention, I don't know if you know this, that my wife is the more attractive person in our relationship. Uh, <laughs> who knew? Wake Dear up, everyone, motherfucker. I, yeah, dear everyone, I get it. You can stop telling me. Yes, I outkicked the coverage football term. She's my make-a-wish. That's just mean. As she has a nerd fetish. Who doesn't? I must be rich. Nope. Maybe I'm just nice, you fucking idiots. Listen, I love my wife's face. I love that face from the moment I saw it. So why the fuck would she decide to play with Botox? What kind of insane what? fuckery business is this that is infecting society? What sick fuck decided that beauty is really only skin deep? What kind of shit has invaded women's heads to think that's what men want? And when did my wife decide she wanted something else? You do not look better. You do. You look stupid. You look like a duck. You look like you hate yourself. Have you seen Madonna? I haven't. Nobody has because that lady calling herself Madonna doesn't look like Madonna anymore. My wife had to warn me that it was going to be alarming before she got home. <gasps> Little tip. If you have to warn somebody that your appearance is about to drastically change, it better be for the good. By the way, you pay these Dr. Frankenstein stupid money so they do this shit to you. So let me get this straight. I have to work my dick off to pay for summer camp, but instead of helping me with that, I'll just spend it on myself to look like I was stung by 10,000 bees. Unfucking believable She walks in the house. I immediately want to call somebody, a lawyer, a hitman. I actually want to call Batman because the fucking Joker just walked into my apartment. Ah! How? How is this shit legal? Leslie's been talking about mental health for a month now. Hey, double the sessions. Lose weight. Take a vacation. Get some sun. Go get a facial every week. But for God's sake, ladies, do not inject Botox into your fucking face. It doesn't help. Luckily, this shit is supposedly slowly go away and your face will revert to back to its normal self. Thank God, because one, I want my wife back. And two, I cannot handle being the pretty one. Fuck. That is fucking hysterical. Wait a minute. <laughs> Gina! Yeah, it's not Why funny. Why Gina I, be doing crazy shit? I don't know. I she told says, her, first these... of all, she need to eat a sandwich. First of all, with her skinny ass. Yes, skinny, she need yeah. to have a fucking sandwich. What the fuck is she doing? Putting... Why would you? I, now, I'm surprised. She had one wrinkle. She had like one. I didn't let her do that. She's like, I have an appointment. Okay, I'll watch Birdie. And next thing you know, it's like, you know, uh, uh uh-oh. You know, what? Uh, Like, what is the matter? She's having a midlife crisis. She's turning 39. Like, come on. 39? I know. It's nothing. You know, she sees 40 on the horizon. I'm like, give me a break. She's gorgeous. uh, It's driving me nuts. Why would you do this? Everybody was like, yeah, fucking Gina's a hottie. Yeah, what are you doing? She's like this. Qu- I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna have to text ladies her. have lost their fucking mind. I'm gonna text her and yeah. be like, "Girl, you better stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? For you fuck yeah, your shit." Thank God up. it'll. She goes, "I get it." I go, "I never again. Never again." Or like, I'm gonna re- don't, be really mad. Like really, like and you're really mad. Really it's mad. Really fucking like psychotic. So I don't want yes. that to happen. <laughs> I just you, killed three people in Aruba. So like seriously, I mean, like, I, didn't, I mean, I was on vacation. Sorry. He literally looks like his <laughs> eyes is gonna bulge out of his fucking head <laughs> when he gets upset. God. Wow, that's fucked up. I'm gonna have to talk yep. to Gina. And and no, y'all good. stop doing that shit. That shit don't it don't it don't slow nothing down. It don't make you look better. It don't do nothing. It don't help your self esteem. It? it just fucks up what you already have. You're supposed yeah. to grow gracefully. Oh, it's okay. It's not easy shit. I'm fucking 55. I never thought I'd make it to fucking 55. I put all kinds of fucking lotions and um, you know moisturizer. I get it. I get it, women, but. 
it's these fucking men that make us feel like that. So whenever somebody Not says me. something fucked I up, love yeah, her but space. that's what I'm saying. Like if somebody says something fucked up to you, look at the fucking source. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some my wife. Like you guys go get facials, you look it's great. great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just think that's yeah, your face. It's a midlife crisis type thing, man. Yeah. You know, you go through that shit that you. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm trying I'm, to impress God. on her that I don't care. She's I love yeah, that. Yeah, but face. like she Why don't give a fuck if you face? don't care because you' about to die. So she need to be able to be on the market <laughs> when you die. She's setting up the next one. All right. Well, she can do whatever I want. She's trying when to. I she's leave, a quarterback you know? out there recruiting. You know. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Fuck. So I don't. I didn't. I didn't plan for this fuckery of the week, but I'm just going to say my say, and I don't know if it's a fuckery of the week or not. You're going to talk about Tyree Nichols, right? I, I think I'm just going to talk about just the obviousness of racism. I just I just want everybody to realize that nobody is, nobody is doing right. Nobody is. Nobody's doing right. Everybody's reporting the shit is wrong. Everybody's doing the shit is wrong. We're all fucked up. You want to look at why the reason we where we are with our system and what look at your fucking self. If you fucking have not, and I'm going to fucking keep, if I have to make this my fuckery of the week every motherfucking week, I'm going to say it until I fucking be put into a goddamn ground, which I'm not, I'm going to be cremated. So until I'm burnt <laughs> to fucking ashes like a goddamn roach from a fucking cigarette ash, I'm going to tell y'all right now, if you don't get up and fucking vote, you you don't have any fucking say. The reason the world is the way it is, is because we don't fucking do anything. We've become so fucking complacent and so lazy. And we think that it's somebody else's job to fix shit. We're the, we are the people. We are the fucking people. The shit that happened to, to Tyree was fucked up and we know it was fucked up because it's happened many of many of times. And this ain't the last time this will happen. So how many children gotta die? How many people gotta wrongfully be killed during a fuck? How many? I mean, I it's just an, it's 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 just so run ragged the thoughts and prayers and the, oh, we should, and no one's still doing anything. No one's doing anything. Nobody's getting in trouble. Y'all have rewarded people who have literally been cuckoo rocks. Marjorie and Matt Gatz, all of them motherfuckers got high places. That We got a goddamn drag queen, uh, Santos, <laughs> um, and, and y'all motherfuckers ain't nobody doing shit. Nobody's doing shit. Everybody's just talking about it and making jokes. This is our fucking legal system. Nobody's doing anything. Only thing y'all can do is sit up and post. That's all y'all can do is post. Oh, this was fucked up. Five officers got caught doing some shit that they've been doing for fucking years. And yes, it's kind of fucked up that the brothers, y'all made sure that the brothers went to jail, but y'all don't make sure that a lot of these other people who are committing these same type of crimes are getting the same type of punishment. So, like, what the fuck? What the fuck am I... What the fuck is my fuckery of the week? My fuckery of the week is what the fuck. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you expect? What you expect when you just sitting at home on your fucking phone, on your fucking... On your TikTok and on your goddamn... What the fuck? You not doing shit. You ain't doing nothing but just sitting and yapping, giving a fucking a useless opinion, which... About, I'm going to tell you, at least about 85% of all the social media is useless. 
it's just bunch of motherfuckers on there talking about. I was on there the other day. I was on TikTok the other day, and I was like, from twin of the every from scroll to scroll, it's just a bunch of fucking meaningless people I've never fucking seen before. I don't know what kind of experience you have to talk to me about anything. Just giving your fucking opinion. And nobody's actually doing anything. So my fuckery of the week, again, is what the fuck? Like, like, why are you complaining? This is exactly what the fuck you asked for. Nothing. Nothing. Because you're not doing nothing. So fuck off. That's my fuckery of the week. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Seems to go with the theme of our show, at least. That's mm-hmm. good news. Yeah, we got to do better. It's, it's just, she's right. It's not getting any better. I don't know. It just keeps... The same thing happens over and over. We're not going to get better results. So please just it's get just, out there and vote. Just, it just doesn't the only make way it's sense. It's going to change. Yeah, I mean, and then what's sad is that the kids is dying for it. Like for yeah. our complacency, the kids are dying. Our, our fucking children. Y'all don't give a fuck. That, that is the end of our show. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Thank you, Mateo Lane, for coming in and Thank doing you, that with Mateo. us. Was, um, Thank you for listening to the fuckery out there. And thank you. For being so great to us yes. that we are up for an award. We cannot wait to see what happens. If we win that, I will lose my mind. I really will. It'll be so f- much I fun for want, us, for sure. Get, do we get free Ambi, Ambi products if we win? <laughs> I will use cocoa butter for a month if we win that thing. Uh, <laughs> just oh, God, any, please don't use cocoa butter, please. <laughs> just remember any photos or links to this episode will be posted at Fuckery Podcast on Instagram. That's spelled F-C-K-R-Y podcast on all platforms. Send us your listener questions at fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. Letters and voice memos are welcome. If you want to follow me, I'm at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. Follow Leslie at LesDog. That's L-E-S-D-O-G. Three G's on Twitter, four G's on Instagram, and five G's on TikTok. Why, Leslie? Because I'm a motherfucking j <laughs> and go to her Instagram <laughs> link and all, and Twitter link and mine too if you want to see us on tour. We're coming, everybody. Yes. The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. The show is produced by Judith Cargbo, two time nominee as a producer She's a right now. Nominee. Just this year. She probably did it last year as well. And our audio Just engineer in Los Angeles is Jordan Duffy. Jordan. Our New York City audio engineer and board operator is Dan Spaventa. Dan, the our production coordinator is Abby Aguilar. Get us uh, in the building, Abby. Lord, Music God. for this show is done by Marina Pais. This is an Earwolf production. Because the wolf has ears.